Welcome back to Intertwined Minds, a podcast that once groped Frosty the Snowman so hard, he melted. And one of us has pink mouth. What? <laughs> it's like pink eye, but I eat your bum cookies. Well, now you've ruined the surprise for everyone. Well, to go, you ruined the surprise. I made you a cock and a do. No, just... Bum cookies. Bum cookies. Cookies. And they'll break your legs. <laughs> The peanuts out of the crunch. And I've almost just thrown up. <laughs> what the? I didn't have any corn. <laughs> Who the fuck makes corn cookies? Did you hear what I told your wife earlier? What? I was at the store today. Yeah. With my sister. Okay. I, you remember Axe Body Spray? Yes. Everyone used that in high school? Yes. She cheated. I said, if you guess what scent that I saw today, I'll give you a bajillion dollars and my dick. And then she's like, is it this one? I was like, you cheated. You saw it before. So it nullified the agreement, but have you have you seen it? The Axe Body Spray? Yeah, there's no. a new scent of Axe Body Spray. I don't know if it's new, but it's new to me. No, what is Guess it? Guess what it was. I'll give you a thousand billion guesses if you haven't seen it. Pine tree? No. Cookies and? Cream? No. Cookies and creme. Sneakers. What? <laughs> uh, I would have never guessed that. No, because no one would. Cookies and sneakers? I mean, Snickers? No, motherfucker. Cookies and sneakers. Yeah, sneakers. I handed it to my sister. I was like, am I reading this wrong? Because <laughs> I thought I was having a fucking stroke. <laughs> Cookies and sneakers. I mean, to each their own. It smells terrible. Yeah. Axe was all right it's, back in the day. It smells like Fred the Foot Fungus's friggin' runners. And if someone's calling you Fred the Foot Fungus, you got some shit going. Fair enough. We're your hosts. I'm Captain. I'm Skipper Roo. Yeah, that's right. I one-upped you. Just KP'd your ass. For anyone who don't know, KP. Upper. He's an upper. He's a one-upper. He's on upper. <laughs> He's an upper decker. Can't say it. <laughs> KP's on uppers. Everyone knows. Yeah. Uppers, downers, overs. Crack. Realistically, he's a walking upper decker. Oh, God. I don't even know what we're doing today. I've had such a busy week. It, you know what? It has been a busy week. My Jesus. And it's not over. No. The week might be over. I guess technically it's not over. When do you consider the end of the week? I've heard people say Friday, I've heard people say Sunday, and I've heard people say uh, Monday. You want me to be honest? Mm. I consider Fridays the it end all of runs together. <laughs> I consider Fridays the end of my week because you normally come down and I'm like, ah. Oh. But you still have to go to work most of the time. Yeah, no, that's the cross I have to bear. That is the cross we all have to bear, yeah. Oh boy. What are we doing today? Fucking the belt, Jim? I don't know, trying to take over the world, Pinky. Let's be honest. What? They're the two of us. Let's be honest. I'm the brain. Okay, well if that's the case, then you're saying I was right most of the time. No. Nope. Uh, well, that's what kind of happened in no, the show. No, that's not what kind of happened. What kind of happened was Pinky, you, was... you fucked up a bunch, and then I had to use my humility that I didn't want to have and fucking save your ass. Which is what happens in the show all the time. Yeah, that's what I just said. So he wasn't right. He just fucked up so bad that things went awry, and then he needed bailing out you. So He's I, lovable. So I am the brain. No. Pinky? You're Pinky. Nerf. Nerf. 
What are we going to do today, Brain? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. I loved that so. Oh, me too. Pinky and the Brain, 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 Brain. One is a genius, the <sighs> other's insane. Hey, what's that? You know what other show that I remember watching too? You know another show that you don't remember watching? The show where I fucking showed you up on Mario Odyssey like four times earlier. Yeah, you did. I, hey, yes. I can give you, I can give you props to that. I was watching my kid play the night, and I was like, "Holy fuck, she can do that!" I was like, oh, man. I felt like I was left in the dust. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Have you played through that one? It is actually quite a fun game. No, I, uh, I have taken a break. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. You haven't finished um, Tears of the Kingdom yet, have you? Nope. Like I I said, I'm going to pick it up now, probably. You loaned me Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. And I'm still working on it. Because I do, I'm doing a lot of side quests. So if you want it back, you just gotta let me know. Finish your, having your fun with it. I'm having a good time with it. Yeah, there you go. I'm like, I think I put like, I don't know, quite a few hours in. But the problem is, is that I have to, I have to sacrifice time. Well, see, I played a lot. Now, this is going to sound terrible. Full transparency, I had night shifts, so I was playing a lot on night shifts. Yeah, well, as you know, I don't sleep much. Now, usually I like to go and lay there because if you're not lying down and you're actively doing something, the chances that you're going to fall asleep, much less. Yeah. But, you know, during the days I've been quite busy. You want to have a little break, what feels like a break, and some time to yourself. Yeah. And I get it. Like, so during the day when my sister's in school, I'm cleaning or di- doing dishes or, like, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Recently, I've been doing a lot of painting during that time. She gets home. I'll help her with whatever she needs to get, get it done. Um, I will uh, cook supper, do the dishes again if it if needs to be done after that. Get stuff ready for her for school in the morning. Do a lot of stuff like that. Then in the evenings, if she she wants to be... Uh, you know that My Hero Academia board game that I got? Yeah. She's been wanting to play that a fuck ton. So we've been playing that almost every evening, two or three rounds before she goes to bed. Okay. After she goes to bed, I, I go back to working on paintings a lot of, most of the time, most nights. So then when everybody packs it up to go to bed, I'm like, well, time for Hogwarts. <laughs> and then I'm sitting there from like 12.30... Two, four, four, five, thirty. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like, like when I beat the game, I think I had to uh, put in like sixty hours. I think I'm I'm right hovering around thirty right now. But like, and I've had it for two weeks. I I played it in the daytime when I was free, and I played a shit ton at night. Yeah, well, what do you do? Great. I'm ha- I'm having a good time with it. How'd you find the graphics? The graphics weren't bad. Mine I don't I don't know how the switch translates from like the actual switch screen to the television. It's pretty good. Do, do you think there's a drop in in quality or you think it stays about the same? Cuz mine sometimes like I, the quality dips pretty hard. But I always play it on the TV. I don't like playing handheld for some reason. Uh, I think on the TV it's better. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Just because it seems bigger. It actually <clears throat> feels normal. Instead of like a Game Boy. I mean, don't get me wrong. Being able to play it handheld is fantastic. Yeah. But if I'm at home, I don't play handheld. Why would you? Di- you did because, you know, the TV was... Me and you. Yeah. But... Yeah. 
I think now this week I'm going to pick back up and uh, finish off Zelda. I've been putting off beating it. I can beat it right now, but I've been putting it off. Just doing a lot of side quests and shit. Well, uh, I don't know. But I mean, technically that's what I've been doing with Hogwarts too, because I guaranteed I could have beat it by now if I would have just done all the main quests. But it's pretty fun. What part are you at, by the way? In the main quest? Yeah. Uh, Did you get any more curses? Imperio. Oh. Uh, so... So you're farther than you think, to be honest. Oh, really? Yep. I know I have... How many trials is there? Three? Yep. And then I have one left. Nice. I've done two. I've done the... I can't remember their name. One is Rookwood, and one is... Something... The first gray wizard. Yes. Then Rookwood, and then it's... The lady. Yeah. I don't like the way... I don't like the cut of this uh, Isadora Morganox jib. She looks like she's done some greasy things. Which one? Isadora Morganox, the one that wanted to take her father's pain away in the memories. It started out very sweet. She... Well, yeah, but she doesn't listen good. She's like my eldest grandson. I thought you were going to say she's like me. Well, she quite is, but what do you know? <laughs> Yeah. No, you're you're farther along than you think you are. I'll I'll tell you that. You know what? Like for instance, uh, just a spoiler. Well, for after anyone. the trials, is there much left? No. Okay. Well, then yeah, it must be pretty close to done because all I have to do is one. All I have to do is complete like two. Like you know, how they give you in between. They give you like main quests to do. Yeah. I think I have two little main quest pieces to get to the next trial, and then I'm there. Yeah. Once you finish that trial, then it's like. One or two more missions? A hop, skip, and a jump, yeah, pretty much. That sucks. Like, for instance, like, because you said you have Imperial. Yeah. Yeah. So the only one, the only unforgivable curse I need now is Avada Kedavra. Like, when I got Avada Kedavra, I got, like, that, and then it was the final mission, pretty much. They give it to you right, like, pretty much as soon as you're going in for the final mission. Do you know what? I... I was so pissed off. The broom? No. I I've I gotta do another I've got two upgrades, I gotta do another. Yeah, you'll get the final upgrade pretty much right at the tail end as well. They give you all the good stuff right at the end. Yeah, they give you the killing gears, the good stuff right. <laughs> um What? What was I gonna say? You were pissed? Upset? I was. Because Oh you remember me figuring out those doors? Yeah. Like the puzzle doors. And there's the ten. Yeah. The ten. Did you figure it out or did you find the paper? I had it figured out the whole fucking time, but I assumed that it started at one and went to ten. Not it starts at, at zero. zero and goes to nine. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. I had it figured out the whole time, but <laughs> fucking that's so dog shit. And by the way, you fucked me. Why? Because you told me something that I, I didn't want to know and fucked me that way. And it wasn't even correct, so you fucked me twice because I was looking for it everywhere and couldn't find it. What are you talking about? You told me that the paper to solve that riddle was on a teacher's desk. Wasn't it on a teacher's desk? No, t- it was in a chest right next to one of those fucking doors in the upper astronomy tower. Oh. You tit. <laughs> fucked me so bad. <laughs> Sorry. I got it when I was doing the mission where you had to go... Uh, you probably swore on this. I so sure did. <laughs> Bad fucker. Uh, Every fucking time I'd go to a teacher's room and get in there and fucking read the... I would read the letter meticulously like, where the fuck is the answer to that puzzle? <laughs> <laughs> Never found it. I, 
I had it right the whole time. I just didn't have the number sequence right. Because who the fuck would think it starts at zero? Oh. Well, I offered you a hint, but you wouldn't take one. No good fucking thing I didn't. You would have fucked me three <laughs> times. I would have said zero. You would have fucked me. I can't believe it. Uh, starts at zero. Oh, yes. Why wouldn't I have thought of that? <laughs> Yeah, the I will say the only thing I looked up there was the uh, you're a crazy bastard. I had to look up the moon thing because that fucking thing confused the Jesus out of me. I've looked up nothing. You found all the moons? I have not found them all yet. Nope. I think for the first one I have like three left for the first upgrade, and I'm assuming I need the first upgrade to get the ones that are in Hogwarts Castle. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of the locks that I'm coming to now are level two. Yeah, it's a bitch and a half. So today... <laughs> we're going to shoot the shit, and then we're going to figure out what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, it's uh, Am I the Asshole. You read? Yeah. You want me to read? Oh, I'll read. Okay. Might be funny for both of us. <laughs> All right. What was it? Big Ham. His name is Big Ham. That's <laughs> fucking Bingham. <laughs> All right. Well, this one seems pretty long-winded, but... Do you see why I should read? Fine then. We're gonna get. We're gonna fucking get through two of them. You read. Hey. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I almost want to say yes right on the. Right <laughs> That's why I clicked into that one. Am I the asshole for taking the family on a vacation without my wife and stepdaughter? Well, who the fuck is the family then, dog? <laughs> he must be like his kids. My stepdaughter's in high school and has a best friend she's known since they were babies. My wife and I have two children together. My stepdaughter's best friend has a birthday in December. We are all aware of her birthday because we attend it every year. This year, my side of the family planned to take a huge overseas vacation at Christmas, which required us to ask the friend's mother for the party date. We planned and bought our tickets to leave two days after the party so that my stepdaughter wouldn't miss it. That's nice. Very nice. That's very thoughtful. Monday, my stepdaughter came home and told us that the party date was moved to accommodate some of her other family members who decided last minute to fly in for it. The problem is that the date was moved to one well after our departure date. Here's the problem. First, we're not made of money, so for us to change the flight and hotel for our family will more than double the cost. Unheard of. Not doing it. Yeah. Second, it will be two weeks overseas trip, so I already had my vacation approved and can't change it. Well, there's nothing you can do there. Nope. If we fly out the day after the party, my vacation will be cut down to only a week. Third, I only get to see some of my siblings only at Christmas, so if I don't go this year, I won't see them until the next year. Fourth, my entire side of the family planned our vacation around the party date months ago. So they were trying to be very accommodating, and then the other family had... I, I understand that the other family had to move it. Yeah. There's nothing we could do there. So my original solution was to tell her friend's parents to keep the original date since my family planned around their schedule. My wife immediately shot down that idea. My second solution was for us to leave as planned, but change only my stepdaughter's ticket, seeing as she's on break and is old enough to fly herself. And my wife shot that down, too, seeing she's also friends with the mother and wants us to go to the party. My wife's solution is for us to just fly it the day after the party. I don't like that idea because of all the added cost and lessening time. Yep. Fair enough. I'd just simply say, fuck them, we're not going. Uh, our talk turned into arguments that lasted all week. Last night, my wife put her foot down and said that we're not missing the birthday party, to which I replied that she's not missing the birthday party. <laughs> I told her I'm flying out with our two kids as planned, whether or not she's on the flight. That took our argument to the next level. <laughs> to my point, 
Uh, to the point my stepdaughter called me an asshole, so I tried to ground her, at which point my wife said I couldn't because she was justified. Everything is just a mess now. Uh, update. There are two common questions okay, that on. I think I should answer. It's a sweet 16 birthday party. It's going to be huge with over 100 people in attendance and catered food. I've told... I've been told almost everyone in their class is going to be attending. And the other mother and my wife have been friends since the birth of their girl. She helped my wife through a divorce, and my stepdaughter stayed with them for days at a time during the worst part of that process. Okay. Here's the thing. I understand both sides. I... Hey. I'm more lenient with the dad on this one. I understand both sides. I'm more lenient with the dad. You mean leaning towards? Yeah. Yeah. I understand that, I guess. I understand both sides here. Do I think that Listen, it's feasible to fucking double your cost to change the date for like, you know, and then not have vacation? And if you don't go, you're missing out on family time that you don't get only but once a year. You've already tried to be super accommodating and it didn't work out. Like, there's just no... That's the way she goes. Yeah, there's no way. Like, at this point, at this point, I'm taking that vacation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I understand that they're great friends and the daughters are friends and they, you know, they've been... What, but, like... I'm sorry. If yeah. my stepdaughter called me a fucking asshole, I'd be like, you ungrateful little bitch. Get. I don't think I'd go that far, but... I would. I don't know. I... I don't know. I've always been weird with that. Like... I don't know. I guess you can't have it both ways. Like, I would feel like they were my child, but I don't know if I would feel right about disciplining them like they were my child. I don't know. Like, you can't have it both ways. You gotta have it. One or the other. Yeah. But, you know what I'm like. I'm a soft son bitch. Tut, tut, tut. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't think he's an asshole. No, I think he's fully justified. I don't think, I don't, I, the one thing I don't think was cool is that the mother allowed the daughter to talk to the stepfather like that. Yeah, no, that's. Just because he was, you know. Just because. And he didn't say, well, you're fucking going, we're not going to the fucking party, you know, it's a stupid fucking party anyway. He didn't say that, to my knowledge. No. Now, maybe he left that part <laughs> in, but. You guys aren't going to miss it. I'm getting on that plane with our, with our other two kids, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I don't. She didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's the asshole. I don't think they're. I don't think they're assholes. I just, I don't think it. I don't think it's right for the mother to let the stepdaughter talk to. It. I mean, it depends on how old she is, I guess. But still, that's very disrespectful. I mean, you know, he, this person, he didn't have to raise her. And whoa, Jesus! What? Not where I was going. Christ! That's <laughs> true. Well, it's a package deal, pal. If you want, exactly. He accepted it. He didn't have to. He could have just said, fucking look, said, nah, good luck, bitch, and walked. You're not nice, man. That, hey. You can say what you want, but a lot of people do that. Yeah. Hey, so. Yeah. Anyway. Am I the asshole for not punishing my child for the way she talked to my brother? Yes. Well, it depends. I, 25 male, am staying with my mom for a few weeks. I have a nine-year-old daughter who lives with me full-time. I also have a 28-year-old brother who still lives with my mom. Yesterday, my daughter came over from school, and she told me that she is bored and asked me to play with her. Before I could say anything, my brother said, Have you done your homework? You should do your homework first. My sweet daughter, who says, Everything that comes to her mind answered, Did I ask for your opinion? No. Then I probably don't want it. Next time, try minding your own business. 
That's pretty fucking funny. Now, dude, that's like a reenactment of what happened to me this summer. What happened to you this summer? Oh, I see. <laughs> Uh, no. I was trying very hard not to laugh, but it was impossible. My brother looked at me angrily and called me an asshole and told me I should punish her for the way she talked to him. And he made a sarcastic comment about how this is and what happens when kids are allowed to have kids. Oh, I see. That's kind of dickerific. Seriously, did I do something wrong? I mean, do I think she needed to get snippy? No. Do I think he needed to stick his nose into somebody else's parenting business? No. No. Do I think I would have laughed? Probably, but I would have really tried hard not to. <laughs> but if my like if my sister said something like that to you, I I wouldn't let it slide. Well, it's I very think, disrespectful. I thank you. That's a dis. That's disrespectful. I would no, not that it's just you. Like you know, I would do it if she said to anybody. But good Lord Christ, am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law I adopted my dog, not her, and she could spend Christmas elsewhere if she's scared of the dog? No. <laughs> no. Holy fuck. Dogs are nicer than most people. My 30-year-old female brother, James, 34, is married to Sylvia, 33. Not sure if this is relevant, but Sylvia is saying it is, so I'm including it. She grew up and aged out of foster care. Okay. Me, my husband, James, Sylvia, and my parents were meant to go to my parents' house for the holidays, but unfortunately they had issues with their plumbing and their house is now unheated, so they are staying with me and my husband, and the celebrations are now at our home. This gotcha. has upset Sylvia because we have a dog. Sylvia has trauma relating to large dogs and is, as such is petrified of my dog. Okay, and pause right there. Now, for instance, my sister is scared of dogs. My sister still stays with us. But if she was... If she was absolutely 100% petrified of the dog, and by the way, let me just read you this little piece first. Uh, he is a very, very large rescue dog, and we're working on retraining and socializing, but so far he's been okay around some people and not around others. Okay. So, first off, very big. Second off, weary around people, not knowing what he's going to do. Also, like, yappy, could be bitey, who knows. If your sister, if your dog was like that and your sister was legitimately petrified of him, would you tell her that she couldn't stay there or would you just fucking put the dog in the room somewhere? Uh, I'd probably put the dog in the room, but I'd be there like, hey. See? But you can't keep the dog in the room all the time either, so I'd be like, hey, like, you know, let's watch out for him together. That's, but that's not nice. But you can't keep a dog locked up. Well, then. Where's he gonna go? When you can't, you can't just adopt a dog and then say, "Oh shit, it's the holidays." <laughs> Out in the fucking yard, Snoopy. No. All right. You heard of the littlest hobo? There's he was a, the sweetest son of a bitch. There's a road that keeps on calling you. Get. <laughs> you can't do he that. Was the sweetest. Yeah, but you can't do that no to dogs. No one's scared of the littlest hobo. What? No one's scared of the littlest hobo. Probably this lady. No. No one can be scared of the little Zobo. This lady sweetest. is? No, no, no. Yeah, well, she thinks all dogs are monsters, so her point is invalid. She knows all this, but is still scared, and she's saying that she won't be comfortable staying in the house with the dog. She suggested we send him to boarding kennel for the holidays. Huh. Is she paying for it? <laughs> Which I'm unwilling to do. 
He is not good with new environments or unfamiliar men, and the house is his own. I don't see a reason to remove him from the environment because of Sylvia's issues, which have nothing to do with him. The family was split on this and arguing in the group chat, and Sylvia sent a message saying that as a family we should accommodate her. I replied saying, I, don't, I have a responsibility to my dog that I adopted, not her. And that if she can't deal with it, then she needs to spend the holidays elsewhere. This kicked off an argument because Sylvia said that I was weaponizing her background, which I don't think I was. My point was that I accepted responsibility for my dog, and his well-being, and his comfort, and frankly, the safety of others around him. I have no such responsibility for Sylvia. My mother is saying that I should have used those words as I sh- oh, I- My mother is saying I shouldn't have used those words as I should have known it would be triggering for her. My dad is on my side. James is now saying Sylvia doesn't feel welcome at Christmas, even though I've told him she's very welcome to come to the home as is. I'm just not removing the dog. Am I the asshole for making that point to her? No. Edit. For everyone asking why we can't keep the dog in another room, we offered. The visit is supposed to be several days, but we offered to keep the dog separated. But Sylvia said that she would be anxious the whole time. Oh, well, then there's nothing I can do, Sylvia. <laughs> she said any barking or howling will trigger her. Yeah, well, then I guess she just can't come to Christmas. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You just lost it on Christmas because you were afraid of dogs, I guess. <laughs> Which is very disappointing. Have she never watched Snow Buddies? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, if I had an attack chicken. <laughs> a rescue attack chicken. Okay. And you were going to come over and I said, hey, no. I got a responsibility to this hey, attack chicken. Pause the fucking thing right there. If you had an attack chicken, why am I coming over? See? You, what, you don't want to come over cause, just because I I accepted responsibilities? No, I'm proud of you for accepting responsibilities for this attack chicken. But I understand my responsibility to my heart. And not to shit my own pants. <laughs> See, I, I have a responsibility that, you know, I know if I walk into a household with an attack chicken... This thing right here, it's going to stop. Your little ticker's going to shut down. <laughs> My heart skipped a beat at a budgie. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my sister that I'm jealous of her life with an earshot of my husband? I don't know, but it sounds rough. Long story short, I'm 30 and I have a one-year-old baby and a husband. We live comfortable... Sorry, we live a comfortable, boring life in the suburbs. I have a younger sister who's 25 and lives in the big city. She's single, has her own apartment, and goes out often with a gaggle of friends. My husband was born to be a dad and lives a quiet life. He's been wearing New Balances and cargo shorts since I met him, and he's staying home, playing video games, caring for our family, and tending to his vegetable garden. I also tend towards introversion. What's wrong with that? And for the most... Yeah, of course you would see nothing wrong with that. And for the most part, I like my life, but ever since we had our baby, I've been stir-crazy and wishing I had more fun... Wishing... I had more of a fun life as a young person. Okay, pause right there. Perfect. You know what she needs to do? If that's what she wants. Set the baby up for adoption and fucking close her legs. Good Lord Jesus. What? Good God. Listen, you can't be a mother and a fucking hooker. It don't work. She didn't say she wanted to be a hooker. She did. No, she didn't. She said she wanted to go out and have fun, and which you can do as a mother, I hope you know. <laughs> no. What do you fucking mean? No. That's it. She had a baby. Now that's all she is. She's a mother. She's not even a person anymore. She's a mother first. Yeah. yeah duh. Yeah. So she, what? What do you mean? But what do you fucking? That doesn't mean she can't do anything else. Well, she she's a mother. She can't like you know fucking 
drop the baby off at the corner, go down, fucking smoke the crack pipe, and then go shake her hooters around town. Why is that? Fu- why is the only thing you're thinking around fun is fucking and smoking crack? Why are those the only two <laughs> fun things to you? I'm just saying, she was jealous of her sister. That's all they do in New York. That's it. Didn't even say New York. She said the big city, Big Apple, whatever. Just said big, a big city, a big city, New York. Known for crack and hookers. You're fucking something else. You're the asshole in this story by the sounds of it. Hey. I have hobbies. There's right? nothing wrong. She's fucking dehumanizing her lovely husband who all he wants to do is look after the family and fucking feed him with natural grown veggies. <laughs> and she's tearing him down saying, oh, I'm jealous of your life. You dirty twat. That's not nice. No, she's not nice. You're not kind. No, I'm not. fucking idiot walks around in New Balances and cargo shorts like he's a fucking Bill Nye the friggin' shitbead guy. And maybe he is. Maybe he is Bill Nye of the fucking Garden Club. You don't know. Sounds like a fucking loser to me, but well, whatever. Hey. <laughs> if somebody forced me to wear cargo shorts and New Balances, I'd fucking walk into traffic in them. I have hobbies and a career and all that, but no social life or anything. Note, having a baby didn't change my social life. I've just never really had one. Never dated either. Just my husband. Anyway, my sister and I were talking on the phone, and she was telling me some story about a party she went to, and I said, oh, God, I'm jealous of you sometimes. And my husband overheard. After the call, he said, it's like I have one foot out the door. I even asked, or sorry, and asked if I even wanted this life. I said, of course I did. And it was normal to have occasional regrets. I feel like an asshole for saying this knowing he was nearby, but I honestly didn't think it was a huge deal. Saying I'm jealous of you sometimes because she gets to go out to crazy parties and this person's an introvert and she feels like it'd be nice to be an extrovert for once, I don't think it's crazy. Mm. And I certainly don't think what you're saying. This is a human being, dude. Yeah, she's a mother. And yes, sometimes being, uh, you know, a mother comes first. That's what it is. She's not saying that. That's not what she's doing. But sometimes she'd like to fucking... Sometimes she'd like to go out and have a fucking party with people, too. That's okay. You sick son of a bitch. Oh, this fucking New Balance guy trips up in the garden. Well, maybe he did. Fucking breaks his asshole on Who? Hey. We're gonna have to agree to disagree. Yeah, because you're scum. So is she. Am I the asshole? Yes. That's not nice to me. I'm just kidding. I love you. My asshole for requesting distance from my adult daughter after a very disrespectful lie she told in their home. Nope. You don't even know. That The title says it all. My adult daughter, who's 35, lives across the country but comes for visits uh, one to two weeks each December and during the summer to visit with family. These are our times to catch up and spend time together. She does, not plan, she does not plan for marriage or children, but she has a boyfriend and she's lived with him for a few years, and we know accidents can happen. She also tends to be a heavy drinker during her visits, kind of a wild child. We are a drinking family, but her siblings have all cut back since having kids, and we have cut back as we've got older ourselves, so she always drinks more than us now. She arrived yesterday to visit in, uh, until Christmas. Her siblings, nieces, and nephews all showed up to greet her, and my wife was pouring wine to sit down for a chat. My daughter turned it down, which was surprising. As the night continued, she turned down every... Every drink, uh, sorry, Jesus, as the night continued, she turned down drink after drink, and we were very surprised every time. She wouldn't give us a reason, so my wife thought to ask if she was pregnant. A reasonable explanation for a sudden change when we have no other information. She denied and denied, but we, but something felt strange. Eventually, my wife put a glass of wine for her on the table and said, if you aren't pregnant, have this drink. Why the fuck are they for, why, this seems weird. If someone doesn't want to drink, why the fuck are you giving her the third degree? Just, okay. If you came to my house and 
you know, oh, do you want a drink? No, I'm okay, thanks. Okay, that's great. That's where it would end. Oh, what are you pregnant? Come on, what are you fucking giving her up? Come on, come on, come on. What the fuck, who does this? My daughter was in an angry mood, but picked up the glass and said, okay, you got me, I'm pregnant. Let's give this kid some FAS and literally down the glass in two gulps. <laughs> See? The entire room was horrified and we all erupted. She smugly waited almost five minutes before admitting she wasn't pregnant and then said she was feeling angry and wanted to upset us for a moment. That's fucking fair. They kept forcing it on her. This seems unacceptable. Fuck you, dude. She had us thinking she was harming a child as a joke. Not funny. Not even as a joke. Especially when we have so many other kids around for the holidays. Our grandchildren from uh, from other children. We, her mother and I, have now requested if she will spend a few days with one of her brothers because we feel disgusted by her prank on us and find it hard to feel calm when seeing her. Are you fucking kidding me? We're not asking her to leave down or uninviting her from Christmas. We just need a few days to calm down. What are you, five years old, you fucking idiot? She agreed to go to one of her brother's homes. I wouldn't come back, but has made it clear she thinks we are in the wrong. They are. She wants an apology. She should get one. But so do me and her mother. You ain't gate me. You're a fucking bitch. You ain't getting me. I think this small fight will blow over, even without apologies, if we just wait it out. If you fucking don't know me very well, would you, you cocksucker? Because if you didn't say some shit to me, oh, you better fucking believe I ain't coming to Christmas ever again. Have this drink. No. Have this drink. No. Have this drink. No. Have this drink. No. Have a drink. Have a drink. Have a drink. Have a drink. What are you, like, pregnant? Have a drink. You pregnant? You have a drink. Have a drink. Have a drink. If you're not pregnant, drink this drink. Well, okay, let's give him some fucking me logo syndrome. You're scum. <laughs> you motherfuckers. They can... Oh, boy. This really gets my goad. I would kick fucking Bill in the tits and Amanda in the shoulder bleed. I'm assuming their names are Bill and Amanda. They sound like a Bill and Amanda. Sounds like assholes. I can't believe that. You let me go off on a rant. How do you feel about that? You said that they were definitely not the assholes. They are. Well, they were, yeah. Yeah, see? You can't judge it by the title. Most times you can. Try me with the next one. Am I... Ooh, fuck. Okay. Am I the asshole telling my coworker exactly why I'm celebrating Christmas alone? Probably not. Background. I'm bisexual, but was not out to family because they are NIMBY people. Hmm? I don't know what NIMBY means. It probably sounds something like Mm. Uh. Nimby, what's a nimby? Oh, not in my backyard. Uh. Not in my backyard, people. Early November, my sister took my phone, goes on my Instagram, and finds a photo of me and my ex-girlfriend from seven years ago. She outed me to my parents as being gay, and after being hurt, my mom said I'm no longer welcome in the family. I lost my entire family. My fur babies, they couldn't come with me, and I'm about to spend my first Christmas alone in a new city with no friends. Oh. That's fucking e extremely sad. Oh. I'll be your family. I'll be your friend. This was only posted 11 hours ago. I'm sorry. If you want to, if you hear this by some chance, you reach out to the podcast Instagram. I'll FaceTime you for Christmas. That's fucking terrible, dude. That sucks. I'm sorry. Enter my coworker. I'll call her Nell. We started together last month. Nell, she's in her 20s and she's had a really nice upbringing and she's been, ex uh, and has had an accepting family that wouldn't do the above. She can be sweet, but it's obvious that some of her woes of the world, like bullying or my situation, have not passed through her life so she doesn't understand. I mean, there's people like that. That's not their fault. Yeah, you can't help that. Nell asked me about my Christmas plans, and I said that I would be doing... Uh, I said what I would be doing on my own 
playing re-village, I don't know what that is, and drinking slash eating. Nell asked the obvious, why don't you go see your family? And I bluntly told her that we're not speaking, and I'm not interested in doing so. So she then started asking why, and how could I not speak to them? Okay, hold on. That family... Unless... Hold on. That family accepts family, and nothing should change that, etc. Sounds like Nell's a nosy bitch. It sounds like Nell has never had a problem in her life. Yeah. And that's not her fault, and I'm glad that that's the case, but you can't go around judging other people's issues. Yeah. That's not how things work. But when she said, like, you know, family's not speaking, that should have just been the end of the conversation. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. And also started doing this thing where she pokes me and smiles, saying I should try a little harder. Ooh, boy. These prods gave me bruises because she... Jabs like the hut. <laughs> I said it's personal, but she asked for over a week why we don't speak and trying to encourage me to go see them in private or in front of others who know my situation. I snapped on day nine. Yeah, day nine, dude. Day nine's an all right day to snap before asking six to eight times a day and told her the above and some more details, adding in that I'd rather not be around people who said that being dead would be better than having a child who is a... They used... She wrote down slur for gay women. But what they used wasn't nice. Did it start with a D? I would assume. Being dead would be better than having a child. Jesus. How do people do this? Especially Christmas. Even the Grinch's heart grew. I'm serious. If you hear this, I hope you hear this. Please reach out to the fucking podcast Instagram and get a hold of me. I will FaceTime you for Christmas. That sucks ass. If anybody, If anybody out there... I mean, I can't out my face. Oh, God, who gives a fuck? If you're out there and this is your situation, message me, please. I'll fucking I'll do does, something. Does I'll talk have, to you at Christmas. Does it have to be this specific situation? Or? No, just any situation where you your family doesn't accept you or for who you are or whatever, and they're being scum, and or, you know, whatever. Book me in for 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> I, I told her that she needs to understand that some families aren't like hers, and her constant pushing caused the situation, me snapping at her, even after I asked her to stop repeatedly. Nell was horrified about the situation and started crying, cr- crying quite hysterically, saying that I was a monster for making her to be the bad guy when she was just trying to reunite a family for a happy Christmas. Not everybody gets a happy Christmas, you fucking know-nothinger. The partners on our team and anyone within 30 feet uh, saw her sobbing and yelling at me. I have received multiple dirty looks, whispers, and a couple of hurtful comments that I could have been nicer to her. Now an email from HR has come through stating several people have complained that I bullied her and caused a hostile work environment by snapping at her. At least 60 people saw her doing this over the days repeatedly, and no one said a thing and let it happen. But now... I stopped being nice, and I'm the bad guy? So, am I the asshole? I tried to be nice, then firm, then bluntly said, please stop asking as it's a sensitive topic, and we aren't close enough to talk about it properly before day nine happened. I feel like the asshole because I made her cry and did not intend to hurt her with the truth. Fuck that. Yeah. You're not the asshole on that one. Let her cry. Nine days of asking her nicely, a little bit firmer, and then straight up? And she still didn't stop. That's on, whatever comes next is on her. I wouldn't have got to day nine. She could have also gave her a nice backhand and still would have been justified. <laughs> I wouldn't have got to day nine. I might not have got to day four. 
Call me Birdman, because I'm shitting on these hoes. Are you? No. Well, all right, am I the asshole for refusing to force my niece and nephew to visit their late mother's widower before he dies? No. Unless so their close. mother's husband, not their father, I would assume. My brother Jay was married to Claire, and together they had Leo, 18, and Kara, 16. Jay died when the kids were five and seven. Claire made her second Claire met her second husband, Josh, a year and a half later. And they married when the kids were 8 and 10. Sadly, only days after their wedding, Claire was diagnosed with terminal cancer and passed away five months later. Fuck oh. me. Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. God, these kids have had it fucking rough, dude. Before her death, she told me the kids wanted to live with me or my parents when she was gone and did not want to remain with Josh. Yeah, dude. They only knew him for fucking, what? Uh, a couple months? Like, you know, six, seven, eight months, maybe a year. Of course, they don't want to live with him. She wanted me to take them because my parents had become incredibly messed up after we lost Jay, and she was worried about the kids not being well taken care of. She told me that uh, she knew her Josh would raise them, but the kids wanted their family, and she wanted to make this as easy on them as possible. So I agreed after Claire died that the kids could come and live with me and did not... So I agreed, and after Claire died, the kids came to live with me and did not see Josh again. A few weeks ago, Josh contacted me through social media. He's on hospice. How fucking old is he? I guess I shouldn't assume. Anybody can go on hospice, I guess, eh? Hey? Yeah. And he's apparently been thinking about Claire and the kids, and he always regretted that the kids had gotten close enough, hadn't gotten close enough to him uh, to want him raising them after Claire died. He said it would bring him some peace if he could see them again, even if it was only for a few minutes. He told me he felt like it was a tragedy how everything happened. I asked Leo and Carr if they would want, uh, if they would at all want or be willing to go see him. I made it clear there was no pressure, but I wanted to give them the chance to decide. Neither of them wanted to go see Josh. I told them it was fine, and I let him know that it would not be possible, uh, but I was sorry to hear how sick he was and hoped he could find peace. He replied to me a couple of days later after my response and said he understood. Then a couple of days after that, his brother and sister tell me how shitty it is that I wouldn't encourage the kids to go see him or make them go if I had to. They said their brother did his best while he was in their lives, and, dis and they discarded him like trash. They said he will never get the chance to see them again. He'll be gone, and I should be ashamed of my actions. Sure. They're, six, they're 16 and 18. I'm pretty sure they can make their own. Yeah. Nine zip. Well, I can't what am I supposed to do? Fucking, you're going to see the man that your mother married that you knew for like a year. You're going. He's dying. You're going. He's that. That's a grown-ass man. An adult man. Yep. And 16... You're old enough to make your own decisions about most things. I can't even control what my kids do now. That's a, that's a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> fucking boy. Is There's a reason for that, because they're fucking you. Hey. They're you. They're little tiny you. With attitude, just like you. <laughs> You're going to get sick. <laughs> that's pickle. I like pickle. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't curse. You thought about it. I thought about it. <laughs> I told her that she's getting... Friggin' pickles on every burger she ever gets from now on, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just a side note. Less than a week ago, the captain's daughter had a, I would want to say on through FaceTime, a 20-minute argument with me. Not, not an argument. She's five years old. Not an argument, but a conversation where we went back and forth. I have pickles are disgusting. Yeah, about how, how gross and disgusting that pickles are. Then she comes down, so I'm, I'm down the captain's, 
she went up to her grandmother's. She came back. She didn't want to. She didn't want to stay up there, so she came back. And uh, I had gotten your other daughter a bowl of dill pickle chips. So <laughs> your daughter comes in. She's like, "Anybody eating these?" And I was like, "Oh no, you can have them." So I hand her the bowl. Now she's like you, where she has a very sensitive stomach. Like if she sees somebody puking or if she eats something she don't like, she starts gagging and then she throws up. Yep. So I realized right after I gave her the bowl that they're pickle chips, and then I remembered because I'm a listener. We <laughs> 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 fucking hates pickles. Less than a week ago, she told me how much she hates pickles. I was like, "Don't eat those! You're gonna throw up." Why? They're 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 pickle chips. Oh, I like pickle chips. <laughs> Oh yeah, I like pickle chips. What the hell do you mean you like pickle chips? Yeah, she's something else. Yeah, she's you. <laughs> and she's the ether it. cursed me with two of you. <laughs> and she says it so it makes you think that you're the crazy one every fucking time. <laughs> it's the worst part. It's the worst part of it. She makes me look nuts. <laughs> Playing I Spy. Simple game. <laughs> Should be. I sp- my turn. Your turn, Unky. Okay. I spot my little eyes something that's brown. Is it that roof right there? Nope. Yes, it is. <laughs> nope. No, it's not the roof. But the roof's brown. Uh, yeah. Yes, the roof is brown. Good job. You nailed that one. This was like a year ago. Less than. Yeah, you nailed it. The roof is brown. But that's not what I picked. Yes, it is. The roof's brown. Yep. No, 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 I got you. The roof is brown. Absolutely, 100%. You are right. That roof, totally brown. Unfortunately, that roof is not the brown that uh, thing that I picked. Then she gets upset. You're never coming in my car for a ride again. <laughs> You're telling lies. I'm not. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Dude, I can't win with them. And then I... The reason that I get so frustrated is because I have flashbacks to fucking arguments that I've had with you. And I'm like, oh my god. The fucking universe cursed me with two of them. I have to... I had to deal with this shit for fucking over ten years at this point. Now I gotta do it again. Dude, it's almost been what? Like... Uh, uh, 15 years. I was gonna say, it's getting close to 20. 15 years? 2008. That's 15 years, right? Yeah. A little bit more because it'll be soon 2024. But we met in uh, September of 20... Yeah, September of 2008. Yep. Yep. We didn't become, like, super close until... A year or two later? No. Two, three? No, 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 no. I started hanging out at your place quite a few times in 2009. Yeah. We met each other in 2008. I started hanging out at your place quite a few. In 2009, 2010, we were like best friends. So, met each other in 2008. Good friends. Like, pretty good friends in 2009. 2010, we were like spending fucking all of our time together. And it is almost 2024. Which, holy fuck, say that out loud. It seems insane. And now you have two kids. And the youngest one will be... Like soon, soon enough, we'll be three. The youngest one is going to be my biggest fucking problem. She is a fucking tornado. She is something else. She is legitimately like 
your oldest daughter legitimately it's like somebody fucking took you put you in the copier pushed the fucking button and it spit out another one yeah that's what it's like I'll, I'll agree that like extremely frustrating <laughs> I love her with all my fucking heart I really do but she looks and sounds just like yeah <laughs> and she fucking argues with me just like you <laughs> And I can't, it's hard to win an argument with a five-year-old anyway. And most of the time I wouldn't try. But but like I said, the reason it frustrates me so is because I fucking had this conversation with you fucking 400 times. You've also dealt with this mind assassin before. Oh, my God. Oh, your youngest? But your oldest is fucking sweet as pie. Yeah. I'll, right? She's I'll, sweet. Now, she can be she can be rough. For in, just for, but for her age, she's very large. So I, I you can't really hold that yeah. against her. For instance, this evening she came home because she wanted uh to spend the night with me. Yeah. Because right? she's like she was like working this yeah, weekend off. And she's like, Dad, you you were working. This is your weekend off. I wanted to spend the night with you guys. She came home last time too cuz I was here. She which which is very lovely. Yeah, she's sweet as pie. Absolutely yeah. sweet as pie. My other daughter? That video, like, when she had her Christmas concert, her first Christmas concert, first Christmas concert yesterday? Yeah. So sweet. She's legitimately sweet as pie. She can be rough, but again, for her, like, that video that I watched, she fucking towers over Everyone. every other person. It looks like it's my kid. <laughs> she's a fucking brick shit house. Anyway. <laughs> By the way, I was giving her a hard time with that. I was like, not bad. I paid money to come here to this fucking concert. Like, because she was in the backseat. I was like, I paid money to come watch this concert. And you get up there pretending like you can sing. I was singing, Dad. No, I never heard you. <laughs> the whole time. I was giving her a hard time. She was like, I was in wonder where she fucking gets it. <laughs> anyway. Her second daughter. Holy. One of the cutest children that I've seen in my day. She looks adorable? She is so fucking cute. And the shit that she does is so fucking cute. Like, she can be the sweetest, most loveliest. Like, she tells me that I'm her best friend. She loves me. Like, I feel like I don't want to be a braggadocious. But I feel like I might be her favorite person of all time. I think so. I'll give you that. She loves me so much. And I love her so much. She loves you more than me. (laughs) There's a reason for that, though. I literally picked her up. No, there's a reason for that. And because your first daughter is exactly like you, and your second daughter is your wife, and she can't stand your ass either. (laughs) But this kid, as cute as she, and I mean sweet as they fucking come, and so small, like, you you guys don't understand... She'll be three, and she could pass for under a year almost. Like, if she wasn't yeah. walking and running and talking. That's and why the nurse got fucking pissed at me. <laughs> yeah. If she wasn't walking, running, and talking, if she was just sat there, you could you could mistake her for, like, an 11, 12-month-old, for sure. So small. On a motherfucking dime will she swip a shitty on you and act like Satan. Yeah. Satan. Satan himself. I've witnessed it. It is insanity. And there's no fucking reasoning with it. No. No, sorry. There is. But Today, you But you gotta say one word. Chocolate? Wow. <laughs> Her mother. Yeah. 
Maybe I'll stop this tantrum for a minute. What kind of chocolate are we talking about? Within the span of less than two minutes, she she got up, tried to spray perfume in her own eye, tried to whip eyeliner all over the place, dumped everything everything bagel seasoning all over the counter, uh, grabbed lotion and tried to eat it. Tried to kill the cat. Does that on the daily. Like, she is... If you don't have a fucking constant bead of eye on that kid, she's getting into some shit. Like, I I literally... The other day, I was, like, the cat was there, and I was driving her away from the cat, like, that many times. And he's meowing in pain. I looked at him, I was like, buddy, I can just take you out and bury you in the yard and <laughs> just get it over with. Faster, yeah. I was like, it, it might be a lot easier. <laughs> he's sitting there, like... And she, Please do it. Yeah, she's fucking yanking on that tail of his... I'm like, it don't, it's not like a pop-off. And you and you can tell her as many times as you want, she's back at it in two seconds. Yeah. Great kids. All of them. Oh, fuck. I love them with all my heart. I got my hands full. You sure do. Like, you sure do. I honestly, your oldest, she's going to be, she's going to be rough. Like, she, you, she's probably going to get in trouble for, like, hurting people, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but the the youngest... Like, there might be threats of jail time. Because I feel like one wrong move and somebody's fucked up. Yeah, I feel like, oh, you tried to burn down their house? Why? Because he said I was a not nice person. That's not nice. <laughs> Fuck me. No, they... Great kids, though. I love them. <sighs> they're, they're some of my favorite kids. Yeah, Fuck you get a lot of laughs out of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to give them that. Yeah, hey, kids, do. I'm a fan. I think that's where we're going to enter tonight. Um, if you guys want to keep up with the podcast, best place to be on our Instagram, Intertwine Minds. If you don't have Instagram, uh, shoot us a message at intertwinedminds94 gmail.com. We will get back to you. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Uh, I guess it's the Christmas season, so tis the season to... Uh, Share the love. Share the love. Um, we yeah. should have one more episode before Christmas. Not before, right after Christmas. But we should be able to record one before Christmas. Yeah. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. As always, I'm Captain. I'm Skip. Make sure you come on back next week to hear about the trap I've set for old St. Nick. When he comes down my chimney, he might get a little bit of a surprise. Is it a wiener? <laughs>